Welcome, folks, to the Edge of the Headlights podcast. Oh, Marty, quick, give me that damn look. <laughs> you, do, you just drink your 1919 hot, root hot beer. Mike, hot mic. Hot mic, whatever. <laughs> How are you guys doing today? Sitting across from me, wearing, wearing his rugged street clothes straight from the street corner and servicing other people, my good friend Marty. How are you doing, Marty? I'm good. Growing up on the mean streets of Watertown. Yeah, it's a tough place to grow up, man. It's You had to make your way, no matter however you could. Oh. And on the corner is the corner, whatever, man. Uh, okay. 20 yeah, bucks I, is I call, 20 bucks. I call bullshit on that because you're kind of a hefty dude. You didn't <laughs> right. struggle with anything. I like to know what meal you missed last time. Bitch, you haven't struggled with nothing. Look at you. Yeah, I got a pot belly. I got, I got starting to get a 20 pack. <laughs> you struggled, but it wasn't finding food. Don't lie to me, you know. <laughs> and so, I don't know. fitting these pants on, but. Okay, incredible Hulk. You got your purple <laughs> yeah, sweatpants Jesus. on today, right, I see. Right. <laughs> God, it's been an interesting week. I've dropped shit on my feet, and it hurts. Steel toes suck. Oh, yeah. 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 They're not, the steel toe, whoever told you that they can save your feet, I don't think they're, they're not, whatever. It's just. Right, like, right. <laughs> now, what, what I heard with steel toes is is the idea is your, your toes don't get crushed. Well, but what they will do is they will sever the toe so that, that it can be reattached is basically how that's designed to operate. Well, yeah, like they need to make <laughs> boots where that comes out all the way up to your front arch there, where oh, right, the front right. part of your foot. Yep. So I dropped shit on there those last two days, and it sucked. Well, yikes. Yeah, I'm not paying it. I'm like half asleep when I go to work 99% of the time. Yeah, so. yeah, I mean, I don't believe you. <laughs> I sleep through most of my day at work at this point. Yeah, well, yeah. But it's a good job. I like my job. Right. Yeah, it pays the bills. It pays for the bills there for the fun stuff we're going to do in October. Right? Yeah. You guys are going to hear about that in October. We're just, we got, me and Marty got big plans in October. We got the, I know for one thing we can say for sure, we have a killer interview coming right. up in October. At yeah, some be, point. We don't some know point exactly. in October. October sometime. And actually, if you follow us on Instagram, and, and we'll probably be doing a live video in the first part of October, probably. we'll do a live video of where we're at and let you guys know what we're going on. Right. We got to make a little bit of a road trip. It's going to be good. It's yeah, going to be, be fun. So how can the people contact us? And, yes, people, we appreciate we've gotten shit in the last week. We've had a massive amount of downloads, and we appreciate right. every one of them. Holy cow. Me and Marty are like, we didn't even think we were going to get that many downloads after two years. Uh, right, right. And it's been less than five months. I'd say, like, like I said tonight, it was almost 100 in 24 hours. Yeah. Just the last 24 hours from when you sent me the pick of, like, hey, here's what we're at. I'm like, oh, cool. And then here tonight, they had less than 24 hours. So it was like 8 o'clock last night. Oh, yeah, it was. And, yeah, it's like, oh, shit. Okay, well, that's <laughs> that's a good chunk up in, in 24 hours. It's not a bad deal. No, it's not. Thank you, everybody, for downloading, and we appreciate it. Right. Even if you're just making fun of us, hey, we're going to take it, man. It's a, a download. make fun of each other. It can't be true, any worse than what we say to each other off air. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, I was going to say on air. Oh, no. off air. No, on yeah, air, I no, don't think no. some of the stuff we say to each other would <laughs> no. fly very well. No, we, we would be canceled pretty fast, probably for some of the horrible things I will say. Yeah. But no, man, you can uh, send us emails at EOTHpodcast at Gmail. We're on Instagram and on Facebook, also under EOTH. But yeah, we're around all the time. I say usually. I try to post almost posting. every day on Facebook yeah. and Instagram. It's just been hard the last because right. usually the weekend after camping, it's like a recovery week. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's the li- summer. I mean, there's lots of shit going on. Yeah, the, the liver's like you need to catch up. You need to stop. And I'm like, okay, not a problem. <laughs> but I could probably just no. You're not doing shit. You <laughs> sit here and pretend you're dead. All right, cool. I can do that. <laughs> 
Well, this week's subject, folks, we're going to be talking about fairies. Uh, the the ones with the, shut up Marty <laughs> you know what I meant we're talking yeah, about the yeah. little creatures that look like Tinkerbell with right, the wings right. and all the other fake creatures that are involved there's like you got Tommy knockers oh, yeah, yeah. you got well fairies are the most common one everybody thinks fairy they think like Tinkerbell right then you got what else you got trolls gnomes I nymphs. even went looking around different countries at some of their well known ones like Japan you have the Kitsune which is like the the fairy fox. Uh, Mogwai's actually from China, which is where they took the name from Mogwai's in uh, Gremlins. Oh. was the Mogwai. Yeah, and they were, uh, what was it? Yeah, they, they possessed certain powers. Uh, they varied between being benevolent to inflicting pain on humans. Mm-hmm. Uh, which, again, I think is probably where they had the inspiration of the duality of Mogwai's Gremlins. From the film. I I see, I never knew that. That's interesting. Yeah, I, I actually did not know that either. I'd seen the name before, but I was like, oh, it must be referencing. You said Mogwai, and I thought of Mowgli from like. Oh, oh Mowgli the from jungle. the Jungle Book? Yeah. But yeah, no, I saw that. I was like, oh, Mogwai. What? What? Mo- oh, okay. Yeah, I'm looking into it, and that's kind of where they got the, the uh, references for gremlins. Yeah. Basically, the good and the bad side of them. Well, speaking of gremlins, like everybody's heard like of the World War II, the gremlins are. Oh, like, yeah, yeah. Have you seen the movie? Shadow in the Clouds. No. You should see that movie. It's a it's a uh error piece. It's set during World War Two. Okay. And they're on the back of the one of the Bettys, you know, the B oh, yep, yep, yep. the gunners. And I'll just leave it at that. If anybody's if you want to see a good movie that has gremlins in it, really? like, like the World War Two version of a gremlin, right. go check out Shadow in the Clouds. It's got an awesome it's the story has a twist that you aren't expecting, right. like right away in the beginning, and then it just goes batshit crazy yeah, after I, that. When did this come out? Is it a more recent film? Or? Uh, it came out like a year ago, maybe. Oh, I have not. I wonder if it's something I've. I seen across. it like I seen like last fall. I seen it previewed. I'm like, ooh, I want to see this. But then with the with the right, pandemic and all that, that shit, crazy. Yeah, that's so what it's on Netflix. I'm pretty sure Hulu or really? Amazon, one of the three. It's called Shadow in the Clouds. I will have to look at it. I'm guessing it's one I've come across and just went, Ooh, a shadow in the clouds, what the hell is this? Oh, trust me, yeah. And just moved The name past. doesn't really do it justice. Right, right. But once you get into it, you're like, what the fuck did I just watch? It's like a cross between a Quentin Tarantino and an M. Night Shyamalama Ding Dong movie. Oh, uh, interesting. There is, there's a twist in there I was not expecting. I'm like, didn't see that coming. <laughs> well, I, I, that intrigues me, man. I like when, when I actually get surprised by something in a film. Yeah. Because normally I don't. I'm pretty jaded, like we've said before. And I'm like, oh, okay, here's what's coming up. And when someone does surprise me with something, whether it be a TV show or, or a movie, I go, oh, well done. Well <laughs> done for catching me on something like this yeah. that I did not see coming. Well, the, the movie will surprise you, but not probably not as surprised as this British student that comes, that was in, ah, this British student in London, London as he was driving on a train. He actually he came forward with a close encounter, close range encounter of a troll-like creature that was chasing his train. A 25-year-old British student has reported what he described as a troll-looking creature chasing after a train that was traveling through flooded fields towards London. The lad said that at first he thought the creature was a fat bloke running through <laughs> soggy fields up to his knees, water up to his knees. As the creature neared the slow-moving train, he was able to observe it at close range. I thought it was a person, he said, until it got close to the train. We are going very slow speed because of the surrounding water. It wasn't a man. I don't know what it was. It had hair all over its body, a bald face, and chest. Bald face, 
and chest. The eyes reminded me of a gorilla's, but had long ears like a wolf and short white horns. The student says others on the train also saw the creature, but to his knowledge, there was no pictures taken of the event. I was quite surprised, he said, like I said. Just that you just don't have any time to reach your phone and take a picture. Things happen fast. That's what people don't get. So unless you're a trained journalist or, or similar, you're expecting something to happen. You got nothing. Right. Now, yeah. I mean, I, I get that because I know we've talked about that kind of thing before, too. Where it's like, they're like, oh, why didn't they get a good video of this? Why didn't they take a picture of that? In the moment when you're seeing something that's fucked up. Your and brain's you're just, just like, trying to switch yeah, gears to it, understand to why it's fucked up. what you're looking at, not thinking, oh, I need to take a picture of this so I can figure out what I'm looking at. No, I'm trying to figure out what I'm looking at. Mm-hmm. Hey, yeah, some dude running alongside of a train, man. No, get it's, it right. He's in a fat bloke. A fat bloke, yeah, right. It's, it's, yeah, Sean from Shaun of the Dead, uh, the, his buddy has gotten escaped from the shed after he's a zombie. It also he's said in the article, I, I didn't mention it, the creature's like eight to nine foot tall. Damn. Which, yeah. I mean, tracks with most of your, your troll stories. Yeah. And, I mean, trolls are, are a big deal in, say, Norway and Iceland. They've made, like, whole... I, I don't want to say culture around it. But, they have a but whole. They have a history of it. Like right. it's, it's ingrained in the who they are, and and even to the point where they've used it as like tourist trap stuff, like the little troll dolls. That's where they originally came from. Was they were sold over in these countries yeah. as like, oh, take the troll home. Yeah, my you. mom went to Iceland. I asked her for bring me back some troll shit. Right, and she's like, they don't have any. I'm like, you're full of crap, mom. You just don't <laughs> want to be. You just were don't want to be sleep. You don't. <laughs> She probably was. She does have narcolepsy. (laughs) She doesn't. I've seen her before. I'll have a full conversation. She's like, yes, dear. (laughs) Mom, mom, come on, wake up, wake up. I actually work with two guys who have narcolepsy, too. They have to be on meds to to stay up. It's hilarious. I always made fun of them. But 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 the the funny thing is my mom will fall asleep at the drop of a hat in the middle of the conversation. But she'll be up to one, two, three in the morning. Why do I do knitting, uh, whatever? Uh, right, yeah. I'm like, go to sleep, woman. I can't sleep. That's ridiculous. Yeah, that's because. <laughs> oh, only when I'm talking, I'll get the hint, Mom. I'll yeah, yeah. see you later. I don't. She doesn't love me that much. Right. <laughs> You're a whore, Mom. You couldn't even get me a cheap ass. No, but like, we're, like, <laughs> ice. Iceland is. I want to go there sometime. Oh, God, it's actually yeah. really cheap to go there from here. Really? You can fly. Out of Minnesota, like at Minneapolis, for like two hundred bucks round trip. Whoa! But it's really right expensive when you get there. Well, yeah, I was gonna say it's probably spendy when you're there. Yeah, but shit, the amount you're saving on on airfare, man, that's yeah. pretty cheap. Dude. It is actually one. Is of the what just fly you right into like Reykjavik? And yep. No shit. Yep, right in there. Now I'd like to go up there, man. It's a cool place. I like I, to I want to see really the fjord, like the glaciers, and oh, all that yeah. before they disappear. You know. All right there, there's there's a lot of cool stuff in Iceland. I gotta say. But yeah, I mean they've got a long history of doing stuff with with trolls in particular, because uh, like over there, and I believe also Norway is kind of the same way, where they actually believe of them as like a nature spirit. And a lot of the fae you will see even in other countries, they all tend to be revolving around nature force of some kind, either fire, like even in the Middle East, I think is where the mafits come from. Ifrits? So it's like no, no mafits. They're oh, like myth. small. Oh, the little, little smaller. And they're, again, they're ice, fire. fire. They're all elemental nature type yeah. stuff. But, yeah, they even believe, like, the trolls are there all the time, but they're actually just hiding in the rock. So a lot of times you'll have, like, little kids 
listening up to the rocks you'll see that and that's what they're doing is listening for if the trolls moving around inside the rock and it's just part of the culture of of where they came from it's yeah. just that much i mean even go back into say like the vikings and the celts there's a lot of their stories came out of there were about either say frost giants uh the troll kin things like that these large and again they are they are tied to somewhat uh nature usually the more dangerous side like right so it's like if you see a troll you know that like with frost giant they yep. only come when it's really bad winter out and you know it's gonna be a tough winter that's, yep. that, that explains the way why it's such a tough winter because the frost giants around and the winter follows them yeah yeah and and exacerbates how bad yep. it is by their actually being there and same way it do to some extent with the trolls uh, trolls are always a fascinating thing to me. I, just even the differences from places. You've got some of the stories <coughs> where the trolls have become, if they're in sunlight, they turn to stone. Other cultures with trolls don't believe that at all. Yeah, they just stay there yeah, and they're, they're going to whoop your butt. around, you <laughs> yeah. know. Uh, which I actually like more, I think, than the turning to stone things. It's like, oh, wouldn't we see? But I suppose if they look like a boulder, whatever, you don't notice. Yeah. But you'd think they'd... But like what, a gargoyle, what, man. I have, they I have to mention in. a movie here. You know what movie I'm going to talk about? I don't know. This movie has run the best. Basically, it's Troll Hunters, the movie, not the Troll Hunters, yeah. the animated series. Yeah, not, the, not the cartoon. The the one where you actually have to read subtitles. And yeah. please, God, Hollywood, do not remake this movie. No. Leave God, it no. alone. It is perfection. I mean, I, I will say if you don't like subtitles, they do have a dubbed version. That'd be like the bad. Watch yeah, it. It's not actually, actually not that bad. Because uh, I've seen it in both uh, platforms. I prefer subtitles. That's just who I am. But some people can't do both. But they don't change the story at all. Because like, sometimes you'll see in a dubbed one, there will be some of the dialogue is not quite changed. Yep. It's, it, the meaning of it changes a little bit. But, you know, either either one you can go out and watch. It. And it's actually available, I think, for free even on, on Netflix. Netflix, I know it oh, has yeah. for free. Because I've seen it. I just TV. watched it two weeks two yep. weeks ago. <laughs> yeah, I think yeah. I watched it like about a month and a half ago. Flipping around, I was like, oh, I'm that, a troll that, hunter <clears> for a while. As you're speaking about different trolls, that does show oh. different types oh, of trolls yeah. and what they do and how they hide and how they act. Like yeah. Several different trolls. Look, the eight foot tall yeah. black things are scary. It's the scariest uh, ones. Yeah. The, now it, it's but yeah, it also brings in some of the. Uh, the mythological stories of trolls, like the their f- hatred of Christianity and yeah. things like that, is also put into this movie, which is really interesting. If some of the mythos of a troll, if you don't really know about it, it kind of delves into quite a bit of it. It's actually a really fun, interesting movie, man. It's, it goes it's about why they like bridges fun. too. Yeah, yeah. Oh, and yeah. Goats. Absolutely. <laughs> Billy goats are rough. <laughs> yep. But yeah, no, it's a fantastic film to watch, man. If you're interested in like trolls and that. Don't uh, avoid the old '86 troll film. No, that's a good one. It is a good the one. First troll one. Two. The first one, Troll Two, Troll Two was a shit show. The first one was the first unique one is and fun. interesting. It, yeah. it was. I can't say it's not. It was a fun film. But yeah, if you're looking for more of like a realistic take on trolls, Troll Hunters, and I think it's right out of I think it's a Norwegian or Sweden film, Swedish film. I don't remember which it's country. Norwegian. I'm pretty sure it's Norwegian. 
Uh, you're probably right. Yeah, cause yeah like, I think it is. I think know. they were in Norway. Yeah. But yeah, no, fantastic film. Definitely a good hour and a half of Not fun. wasting your time. Oh, yeah. No, it's, it's fantastic. Then you have the awesome movie with Tim Curry in it, Legend. That's oh, enough. yeah. Yep. Yeah, I don't know who the other guy was in the movie. Just like Tim Curry and somebody else. I don't know. Right. Yeah, uh, some weird kid. I yeah. don't know. I don't think anything was going to amount to that guy. No, nope, no. Nope. He just got he just got involved with the cult. Yeah, 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 no doubt, yeah. no doubt. He went from Days of Thunder to, you know, give away all my stuff and, yep. and join a cult. But yeah, no, yeah, Legend is an absolutely underrated film with lots of cool stuff. Like when, when I think of, typically when I think of, of Faye, I think of more of the European, uh, the brownies and that kind of stuff. And I will say probably when when I think of like brownies, what comes to my head is Walnuts? the brownies from Willow. Oh, good lord! You remember though the ones yes, who stole yeah, the baby? Yeah, that's yeah. what I picture. Even when I'm playing D and D, I'm like, oh, maybe I'll throw some brownies at him. And that's all I'm picturing is is the little smart assy brownies from Willow. See, that's kind of weird. Like Hollywood will take it's a, all of these folklores we're talking about, like fame. Right. For, it's all it's all in our psyche. It's always yeah. we always want to see that little thing that's like what's that out of the corner of our eye? Right. We want to see that because. As we get older, we lose that magic. Yeah, that that uh, wondering. That yeah, the wonder, the the inquisitiveness of like, oh, what could that be? Where I think, and I think we've talked about it in other stuff too. You get to a certain age, and people tell you that, yeah, no, that's not real. And as soon as you start believing that, you're going to quit seeing shit. I yeah. mean, because you're just like, oh, well, that must have been. Because I know a you don't get mature as you get older. Because my wife says I act like a twelve year old ninety nine. Oh yeah, of the time. no. <laughs> like, well, even, yeah, even gets me young. Even myself, uh, being mid-40s, most of the time I actually don't see myself as being 40. I really don't. I'm, I'm still maybe 22 at max, and that's a pretty immature So you try to do something extraneous and your body says, fuck you. Oh, yeah, you're yeah, 110. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, when, when you're like, ah, maybe I'll just pick that. Oh, shit, no, I'm not picking it. I'm not picking no, that piece of paper up. I just pulled my back out. I, I'm going to go sit down. But sitting down all the time makes it hurt worse. I don't care. It feels good right now. You remember that? Okay, I know these people are going like, God, these guys are even talking about fairies and that shit. Yes, <laughs> they're just, we're, off, we're, they're we're just get, off the wall. We're, get, we're getting to it. But remember that cartoon that... Cartoon had gnomes and trolls in it. It was like a movie, was like Baskins, the guy who made Hobbit and that, the cartoon version of it. Oh, okay. Yeah, you remember? Oh, uh, uh, was that Wizards you're talking no, about? No, or no, Fire no. Fire and Ice. No, no, no. It's just where it just had gnomes and they were trying to stay away from these trolls and all that. Hmm. You never seen I got it on VHS, VHS tip, I think, somewhere. Hmm. I'm not sure if I have seen it. It's if like, I did, I would have It was been like really a one time shot. It was like a right. hour thing, like on a. Friday after night, like one of the weird movies. Oh, yeah. So, uh, if I did, man, it was a long time ago. I, don't I know a lot of uh, Bakshi's stuff I've watched. Uh, like I said, Fire and Ice, Wizards. Uh, some of that stuff should be like X rated, sorry to say. <laughs> oh, yeah. Fire yeah. and Ice. <laughs> yeah, no, it's, it's good times. But, oh, yeah. But yeah, no, uh, no, I don't remember that. I'm going to have to look So, gnomes see. originally came from where? What country were they originally? Uh, from? Gnomes are somewhere in Europe. I don't remember if they were German. Or if they were more of an English, because uh, I know brownies tend to be English, English and boggarts. Yep. Uh, Spriggans, some of that, a lot of that is European or English countryside. So and wh- Ireland. So what's the deal? Why do they all have to wear like red hats, like the red hat, blue hats, like a gang thing? Oh, oh, oh geez, I don't know. Uh, we'd have to ask uh, Ewan McGregor because I think he he was the head gnome in that. Um, <laughs> oh Jesus. <laughs> 
He sang like uh, some uh, Elton John in it. I don't know. I had to watch it on repeat when I was working at Shopco because they would like. That explains a lot team. about oh, you yeah, watching man. that. I have never seen it. It's oh, like, really? like oh, everybody's Jesus. probably screaming at me. I've not seen Karate Kid till like two weeks yeah, ago. Two weeks ago. No, no, man. The the fucking first. Uh, that Nomeo and Juliet or whatever the hell it was. No, because in order to display the TVs, we would have like a Blu-ray put in, and it was just on repeat. And they would keep that Blu-ray in for like two months at a time. So it was like all fucking day I'm there, like Sunday, 8 in the morning till 1, 2, 3 in the afternoon. All that would be playing would be Nomeo and Juliet with Ewan McGregor and singing Elton John shit. Over and over and over. And nothing against Elton John. I like Elton John. But I, I can't hear that anymore. <laughs> oh, my God. And when I saw they were doing a second one, I'm like, oh, thank Christ I don't work there anymore. Because <laughs> I don't know if I could handle, you know, seven hours straight of that movie looping over and over and over again. Goddamn gnomes. Goddamn. Goddamn that movie. So you had told me about off here about talking about red hats or about the gnomes with the red hats, something with them. Oh, yeah, man. Yeah. Uh the red-headed gnomes uh, typically are going to be what are called a red cap. Oh, that's that's pretty right. tough to figure and out. And <laughs> they're they're known for uh, primarily being on the border, the mountainy border of Scotland and England. But what they were known for was actually attacking people that were traveling and killing them, eating them, and then using their blood to dye their hats red. Oh, that's, that's that. Why did they put that in Romeo and Juliet? Right, that's what I was waiting for. It never got there. It just went to an Elton John duet, man. <laughs> and then happiness, I guess. I don't know. I I would drone out part way through. <laughs> You're just putting sail tags up. up. I'm like, oh Jesus, <laughs> <laughs> we can't have anything better than this. No, well, this is your. I was. We're gonna. Well, we're kind of got to get out of the old. Everybody who listened to Paranormal Podcast, you kind of know a lot about. The history of the Fae and that. Right. We're going to cut some into more. I'm going to get a story here about a more current event. Oh. These are, this article is by Brent Swanser, and he he is quoted by reading some books by Jerry D. Coleman that has some of these stories about road trolls. I don't oh. have a good road head. Let's <laughs> hope. Jerry D. Coleman, in his book's called Strange Highways, and a follow-up, More Strange Highways, talks about this phenomenon called road trolls. And basically what it is, is there's a rash of odd sightings apparently began in 1981 with one very bizarre sighting made by a trucker called Gary Durbin of Effingham, Illinois. In that year, Durbin was apparently traveling through the remote stretch of road through Tyson Mountain in Arkansas, just east of Ochihata National Forest, carrying a load of chickens, headed toward Chicago. The drive was rather harrowing, dark, and went with numerous hairpin turns to navigate and at one point he passed what looked like a hairy, disheveled-looking homeless man with a peg leg standing forlornly at the corner of one of the treacherous turns. At the time, Durbin thought thought he, him to be just some derelict, even allegedly thinking to himself, Now that must be a real mountain man wanting to get really run over, Durbin continued on. Jesus. Curious about what he has seen, but not thinking it was anything too bizarre just yet. However, it would be the last... This would not be the last encounter with this ignatic stranger. Durbin made it to a truck stop a little further down the road and stopped for a cup of coffee, after which he hit the road again, traveling over I-55 and finally making it beyond the state line into Missouri, 
where he stopped at a rest area. As he pulled out of his rest area, he claims that he once again saw the odd, hairy man with the peg leg just standing there along the road, just staring at him, which sent a jolt of shock and surprise through Durbin. He reasoned to himself that the stranger must have hitched a ride to get this far in front of him. But it was all very unsettling, to say the least. Bizarrely, Durbin would over the next year see this curious creature a total of five times in such far-fung locales as Central Texas, Arkansas, Southern Missouri, Southern Mississippi, and Northern Florida. But he's not quite sure what to make of it all. Durbin has described the thing as this. He stands six to six foot five. His peg leg is just below his right knee, made of wood, it looks. Always seen by the road towards evening, just past a rest area or truck stop, leaning toward the roads. Only moving his head, a little very long hair and beard, light brown in color, covering his entire face except the eyes. Old type clothes, ripped and torn. Seems like the same clothes. The creature carries a little hobo type pouch with him, always. According to Coleman, many other truckers have apparently seen this very same sort of energy entity haunting the nighttime highways of America. In almost every report, the description of the appearance is very close, if not identical, and the peg leg is inevitably often mentioned, Coleman would say in his book. Other drivers I have interviewed admit to seeing this peg leg as well. In a truck stop south of Dallas, one driver told me the peg leg man he saw next to the interstate split outside of St. Louis. Another truck driver interviewed in Atlanta swears he saw a peg legged hairy man standing just a quarter mile from a way station in Florida. Is peg leg a wild man, Bigfoot, road troll? A driver's road angel, or simply a traveling gent who's termed hobo. Wow. He's making around a lot of places, though, man. I mean, yeah. realistically, like like the first guy, yeah, he could have gotten a ride farther up. And and I mean, like your first impression is, oh, it just must be another you know traveling guy on the road. But Pegleg's pretty pretty obvious, pretty pretty uh, <laughs> uncommon. At this point, let's nowadays, be yeah, you would say, you know, and you, either you don't have one or you've got a full prosthetic or something like yeah. that, not like a peg leg, dude. That's pretty crazy, man. Just and the fact that it's the U.S. It seems like it's what mostly southern, Midwest, and southern states. Yeah. They have all the cool shit up here in South Dakota. We got nothing. Yeah, Jesus, man, we got a jackalope, but that's just a rabbit. Do you actually with, want to clean the jackalope? Horns stapled to it. Actually, head. the jackalope. Let's let's clarify this right now. There is actually such thing as rabbits with horns. Yes, and I actually, it's actually a very bad disease they get during certain years, and yep. it actually, it's like a growth of. It's not actually bone. But it's more like a hard fungus that grows yeah. on them, and it makes them look like they have antlers. That's how the that's how jackalopes came about. Right. So I shot one here like a couple of years ago in town here that had like oh really two inch long, look like a fucking unicorn thing sticking out of its head. <laughs> oh Jesus! And I'm like I'm not touching that. I picked up the shovel and threw it in there. Right. Recycle. Yeah, it's just like, get go this. over there. Yeah. We don't need this freak thing coming after me. No. No, I think we probably had. I'm guessing that's what we had, too. So we had a rabbit in our backyard for quite a while. I don't know if he was just genetically fucked up, but it looked almost like he had four ears. Yeah, it's a, it's a fungus. I'm pretty sure it's a like, fungus. Yeah, and he was, like, hopping around all summer, like, man, I want him to go away because he's creeping me out because he's, like, he's 
big and fat as fuck too. And he'd be like sitting in the yard, just staring at the window, of the back of the house. You're just gonna, like, so oh. he's just staring at one of these times when you pull out a switch right. Stick you, man! I'm stick like, oh, you, Jesus, man! I don't want to go out there if this thing's out here. Look at that. Well, the nice thing about town too. Now we're on the topic of rabbits. Right. There's actually somebody let some domesticated rabbits go in this town, and they uh-huh. crossbred with the fucking cottontails. Oh, really? There's some big ass motherfucking cottontails oh, in this town. Oh no! And some of them will have like black spots and white right. spots, and that's not normal. Oh, oh my god! Yeah, no, not enough. Because over on Third Avenue, where I used to live. I'm like, what the hell is that? I'm like, somebody let the rabbit go? No, it was dry humping a fucking cottontail. And yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> That's impossible. Rabbits don't breed fast, do they? Oh, no. oh damn it. <laughs> oh, my God. That's crazy. They're just hybridized rabbits fucking up everybody's home garden yes that's just it's just wrong because that's, that's how you get invasive species and oh god yeah that's how you get a rabbit that even dogs won't mess with right, right. You've seen, i've seen some of them people that raised their rabbits for 4-h oh yeah, those, they those were like big, 80 pounds i'm like yeah, that's a, he's a baby uh, rottweiler yeah there's some of them they're, they're like a breed i think they're hungarian rabbits the thing's like yeah they're, they're massive long. it's it's probably bigger than my goddamn dog It'd probably I mean, eat pancakes. It probably would. <laughs> yeah, just big sloppy things. Like, oh, there should be no rabbit. That and rabbits are when they bite, it hurts. Oh yeah, no, don't. Don't. I, I don't like rabbits, man. No. They're awful animals. You don't like centipedes. You don't like rabbits. Do you like anything that's normal? I, I don't, man. Rabbits. I've got bad history of the rabbits, man. They chewed all the wiring out of one of my cars when I had it sitting over winter. Yeah, no, they would crawl up into the engine. And spring comes along, and I was like, oh, I'm going to go get my cool car out. I'm going to go run around. Dead. Won't start. I'm like, well, maybe the battery. Hop it open. Yeah, every piece of wiring in that engine was chewed into one-inch chunks. Oh, Jesus. All over the inside of it. And it was an import. It's Japanese, older, uh, 79. And, yeah, it had the plastic fan instead of a metal. They chewed the edges of all that. I was like, you sons of bitches. Oh, after that, I was like, no, rabbit's got to die. Mm-hmm. That's why I miss my old cat. She would go outside and kill them all. And now they're just getting cocky because there's nobody to call them in my neighborhood. So, yeah, they're just, like, all over our backyard. It's like, oh, you sons of bitches. Get a slingshot. If, yeah, I should, really. <laughs> Bye, baby gun. All right. It's like, man, if the other cat was still here, you wouldn't be this mouthy right now. <laughs> no. you wouldn't be alive. <clears throat> God dang it. I've got so many catches in my throat. My wonderful years of smoking, I should quit, huh? Oh, well, yeah, yeah, whatever. Whatever. Okay, I, ain't got, I, ain't got, I ain't got time to quit. I'm not a quitter. Yeah. You're already at this point. Man, what's he yeah. going to do now? Yeah, what's he going to do? What's worse? So I heard you got a cool story from California. I want to hear I this did. story. Now, now, this is a story a lot of people know. Uh, it was on, I think it was Monsters in America. I think they did a story on it. That was a few years back. But yeah, it was the, uh, the Porterville Gnome out in uh, California. Uh, let's see. Uh, involved a lady, uh, Tammy, who had moved into this place with her three kids, and it was on uh, a river out there in Cali. And the first came up. That's you got the house, and it's kind of a little ways off the road from everyone. They've got neighbors, but they're a little ways away. And a lot of people actually live on the river, but you're kind of secluded. A lot of forest, and on the property was a barn or a shed a small barn shed and that they always it was run down and kind of gave them the creeps but they didn't think much of it but they'd been living there and she would they would hear noises sometimes out in that shed and 
Tammy, the lady, thought, well, it's probably animals in there. But the first time she realized it wasn't, uh, she'd come back from town with her kids. They'd gotten groceries, and they hear this laughing, like this malicious, deep, chuckling laughter. And she's like, what the hell is this? They look over by the barn, and here is this two- to three-foot man with uh, black baggy pants, a golden shirt, and a reddish-brown hat. And she's like, what is this? <laughs> uh, smiles at her, sharp little jagged teeth. And her first thought was, it looks like what she thinks a, a garden gnome is, which is how it's gotten the term the gnome, because that's what she described it as. And it starts coming up after them. So she drops her groceries, gets the kids in the house, they lock the doors, and this thing is going around laughing around the house pounding on the walls it's not tall enough to actually see into the windows because it's two to three feet tall but i know at one point she had said that uh she had looked out one of the windows and could just see the very tippy top of its hat at the bottom of the window and she's like nope but this went on for like an hour and then just got quiet it went silent she said that was the last time she actually saw it there but they constantly over the next few months would hear something moving around would hear humming and then that same laughter and eventually they went screw this we're we're moving out they they left uh now that was all i know on the show and i haven't seen the episode for quite a while i would go to youtube but they're charging you two dollars to watch it on youtube i was like i don't want to rewatch it that bad so they were in california right yes so it's probably uh tweaking little person well see there have been I, i've gone down a bunch of and these some of these are from like 2015 uh reddit threads on this and there are a few of them that were obviously well it's somebody who's homeless and they need help and somebody needs to get them it's like mm, i don't quite buy that i guess but i mean it could be i keep going oh okay but that uh, hurt something oh okay but yeah uh going into this story a little more I found them. I didn't realize that a few years later, in 2010, another couple moved into this place. Barn was still there, and it gave the lady the creeps. It, she was not really happy with it. Uh, but they were like, okay, this is a perfect place. It's kind of what we're looking for. Uh, her and her husband end up uh, decorating the yard. They put in a big koi pond, filled it with koi, have a bunch of, you know, like... Uh, uh, what do you call them, gazing globes and some of that type of stuff out on the lawn around the pond, just decorating it up. Really nice. Well, after a while, they would notice some of the stuff was knocked over. And they're like, oh, animals must come up. We are right by a river. There's woods around here. Well, then they noticed some of the fish started disappearing. They're like, we are missing five fish. And they're like, what is going on? They figured again, it was probably some animal coming up, taking them. Well, they thought that till one night they heard a commotion. <laughs> it's always that one that night. That one night, man. They hear a commotion about three in the morning. And they're like, what is going on? They hear something getting knocked over. They walk out of the house, and here they see this short man, two to three feet, yellowish gold shirt, black pants, uh, the reddish brown hat, with he's knocking over some of their decorative and has one of the koi in his hands. And when he notices them there, he smiles, starts laughing, and then just starts eating the koi. And they're like, oh, Jesus Christ. 
hop back sushi. in the house. What's wrong yeah. with that? He yeah, likes right. sushi. I mean, I'm all for it too, but Jesus. But yeah, they hop back in the house, call the police. Police come out, look around. They're like, well, yeah, we see this stuff's knocked over, but there's nothing been damaged to the house. Uh, we found a few child-sized footprints around the pond, but there's no trace of anybody out here. They look kind of into the shed. Nothing was in there. And they were just like, well, I, you know, what do we do? Well, this thing kept coming back. Not every night, but usually when it would show up every week or two. It was about 3 in the morning this thing would show up. They would hear a commotion. He would be outside. So they finally went, man, they like animals. They like fish. They're like, we're not going to let this keep happening. So they end up taking all their fish. I'm, I don't know if they donated it to somebody else who has a pond or took it back to where they got them. Took all the decorations out one afternoon. Just left it in an empty pond laying there. Nothing around it. Well, a couple nights later, they hear a commotion again around 3 in the morning. And they look out. And yeah, this thing had come up to find fish and was fucking livid. There was <laughs> nothing there. He was pissed. He saw them looking hey, out the window. Hey, it's like the secret sauce, the Szechuan sauce right. at McDonald's. If you don't right. get that, you get pissed. <laughs> he, he was, was angry, looking for my sushi. He was angry. And he just started screaming and started yelling at them in a language that they didn't understand. It was saying something, but they're not sure what the language was. And it just went ballistic came barreling up to the house, pounding on doors. For over an hour, it was yelling at them in this language. And at that point, they went, we're done. We're not dealing with this. And then they moved out. Uh, sometime after this story got out, I believe it was a reporter actually got a hold of her and the original lady who had the story, Tammy, and hooked them up and was like, hey, do you guys want to meet up? And they did, compared their stories, and this lady had not heard of this story from, from about Tammy. And all their stuff mashed up. And they're like, we're going to go back up to the house to see what's going on up there. So the two of them travel up there, get to the property. The barn has been destroyed. Uh, they said the place still had a, a bad feeling to it. Which, did it really or was it just the memory of just the she went I'm there? You know, it's a memory maybe. But they go up to talk to, there's a lady living there now. They go to talk to her, and she wants nothing to do with them. She basically slammed the door in their face, said, I don't want to hear about it, shut the door in their face. And that was where that story ended. Uh, a lot of people who do listen to other podcasts, Tammy has gone on. I think it's Among the Shadows, the, yep. the podcast with the judge. Yep. And I can't remember the other guy's name, sorry. <laughs> but the judge, it actually, I actually listened to that interview, and it's really, really good. Yeah, and, and she's... Uh, yeah, she's gone on other interviews, and I actually found a a response on a Reddit thread from her. From This was about six, seven years ago I dug this up. There were people talking about it. She said, you know, yeah, there's update on this. I We did move out of there whenever ago, but they still live on that river. They really just moved like two miles down the road, and this thing has started coming to their new house. And it actually has gotten into her house. There was one night, uh, she had a story, she was, things felt off, just things were really quiet. And she thought she was half asleep, and she kept thinking she saw something in the corner of her room. Lights are off, you know, but she's like, no, nah, just falls asleep. Well, next day she gets up, and it was her makeup table where she thought she was seeing this. 
and there was like foundation powder and stuff spilt out and small child like footprints on that and she believed the thing had been in her house and just sitting there staring at her oh, <laughs> even Jesus. though she's moved to two just, miles down the road i know i know that feeling because my four-year-old will do that he'll just oh. like, come in the room and just stare at you from the hallway right. i'm like what what do you what do you want? Like, What's up, devil child? What do you need here? And he just runs into bed. But like, yeah, it's it's, and it sounds like she's talked with some of her neighbors in her new place because their houses are a little closer than what this original place was, and a lot of them have had issues with this thing for years, where they've had stories of. See, some this is small the part of the story thing. I've never heard. Yeah, I hadn't heard I've, either. I was digging in and found this, and I was like, oh, and this is right from Tammy herself. But yeah, <coughs> excuse me, you guys. But yeah, I guess the thing has been coming around their new house, and she'll hear it whistling and laughing outside the house, tapping on I the wonder walls. If, I wonder if our, I wonder. I know this is like the camera thing. You don't think about it. I wonder if anybody's right. actually got a voice recording of what that creature could be saying. If we could like understand it, that'd be awesome. Right. I, I want to know what it's saying. But I know. But yeah, like she said, she talked to a lot of her neighbors, and they've had issues with this thing killing small animals. Uh, you want to make you know, a road trip to California? Right, that's what I'm thinking, man. And, like, hitting their house and stuff. Now, I know originally, like, when the story came out on the, the show Hauntings or Monsters in America, the, the prevalent theory they had was that it was a water baby, which is a, a native legend of these creatures that live in the water that entice people into the water and drown them. But I'm sorry, none of that fits, man. This thing is an enticing shit. No, it's it is like, outright aggressive and, mm-hmm. and angry. And I'd actually come across a dude who was writing a story on this this whole incident. And he came up with an idea that, like, I think I talked to you last week. I didn't say you, what it was. Yeah, I, got, but that I, I, was, I think I got it in my right, head. I think I know what you're going to say. That I was pissed off I hadn't pieced this myself because it's one of my favorite evil fae on the planet. Oh, yeah, I know exactly where you're going now. But, uh, yeah, he, he posited the idea that what if these are red caps? Because you think about it. It's the reddish-brown cap, short little guys, super aggressive, killing and eating anything it gets its hands on. And now, technically, they are traditionally from Scotland, England. But like he said, you think about it, all these people, when we had the the great mass exodus from Scotland, England, all of the old world coming over here, they brought their beliefs and other stuff along, too. Let's just say some of these things didn't hop along with them. Oh, yeah, that's you know. that's a very common theory because even, like, we live in this South Dakota, you got the Norwegians and all that. Right. They have certain things they believe in. This just comes over from the old country. Yeah. Well, yeah, because up in this area, it's a lot of German and a lot of uh, Norway. And Danish. And, yeah, and Danish. I myself am part of two of those, Danish and, and German. I am a Heinz 57. Yeah, I, I got a lot of everything, too. But, yeah, it's a lot of – well, my mom was an Anderson. So, I mean, it's it's a lot of Dane. Uh, and German, and some French, I think, and some Irish, all kinds of stuff, but a lot of Danish. But yeah, they brought along all of their own beliefs, uh, even say, if you want to go back to say the Bray Road stuff, a lot of those werewolf stuff came from French, Germany, France, and a lot of the people that are settled up in there are German, French, from that same area. That's where it goes down that road again that I've said before, and you said it before too. These could be tulpas, but sometimes right. there's been experiments with tulpas where they actually get complete. They actually get their own. They become self-sufficient. Right. There was that experiment in Nepal or wherever, and the Buddhist monks actually. Mm, yeah. They actually made. They thought about this one thing, 
that yep. it became real and it became cognate that it was real. So basically, it is real, even if it is a thought form. It brought it. Right. You bring it into this world, and all of a sudden it decides to stay, it stays. Right. And I mean, it's no different, I think, in theory than, say, a lot of like uh, poltergeist activity. Like, like it is, it is an, it's that unconscious energy a lot of times. Mm-hmm. But sometimes, if it's left on its own or fueled way too much, it gains almost its own sentience and yep. becomes its own entity. It, it's the same kind of concept. Yeah, you know, it, it's gained its own power to work on its own. Even if those thoughts are rudimentary, it has its own goals and thoughts of what it's doing. Even if that's just to create chaos, you know why? Why wouldn't they be? So they have, I mean, so they have the same mentality as a four-year-old, right? An angry four-year-old. <laughs> angry in in four-year-old. the case of like you know, I'm I'm a angry, sustained poltergeist. Yeah, but things like that. Yeah, no, uh, absolutely. I mean, you put that power. Even go into say like voodoo. A lot of they say is the power of voodoo is the fact that you believe in it, which then also gives it some of its strength that yep. it feeds off of. Because it's already in your subconscious that yes. this works. Yep. And every little thing, whether it's real or not, every little thing that happens because you are already thinking, oh, shit, I've been cursed. Yep. Everything that happens, you're going, oh, this is the curse, which then makes it stronger, which at some point, eventually, I don't know where that fine line of belief and disbelief Consciously yeah. that it's a curse, and now it has actually become a curse. You know what I mean? There's, yeah. there's that line of, uh, yeah, no, it's I believe a very, in it so it's much. It's a very faded line it really is it really is i mean i i myself do believe there is some power essence of power to the stuff that they do with things like that and i think it is just amplified on people that believe it yeah you know it's going to be far worse for you because you're already expecting it yeah yeah, any of these kind of things like that i think any fey period whether we've believed them into existence or they are there on their own i think they do feed off that energy and the more you do believe in it, I think the more energy there is for it to be there. Yep. You know, not just feeding off the, the nature energy itself, but also feeding off that belief that's well, there. Well, yeah, beliefs in that, like, Native Americans have really strong oh, beliefs yeah. in their nature spirits. And there's actually one here in, there's actually a place in Vermilion, South Dakota called the Spirit Mound. Oh yeah, yeah. And I've actually, I've actually kind of seen it in this instance when I was in Vermilion one time. Right. But I actually, it was actually. Yeah, I've never been up to it. Well, originally it was just all prairie. Yep. Then it came in, and there's a farm, and they commercialized it. Basically, then they bought the farm out, and the the prairie take back over, and it's a lot nicer now. But the First Nations people, they believe the spirit mound was occupied by evil spirits who appeared as little men standing about 18 inches tall with oversized heads. The demons had bows and arrows and could kill a man from far away as he approached the mound. The tribes in this area flat out refused to go anywhere near the mound. And when Lewis and Clark, with their party of ten men, climbed to the top of on top to the top in eighteen oh four, they did without Native American escorts. Oh. <laughs> so they're like, Yeah, it's over there, but we're not going yeah. over there. <laughs> but I'm gonna this is like there's three major tribes. You got the Mandan, the Yankton Sioux, and the Lakota Sioux. Yep. I'm a, this is their meanings for it. I'm going to give you the, I'm going to give you the meanings they have for it. The Mandan will go first. For American Indians, the Mandan, American Indians, the Spirit Mountain is both a physical location and a spiritual place, a place of contact between the natural and supernatural world. The sacred turtle drums of the Mandan were created at the Spirit Mountain. At Spirit Mountain, Lone Man 
saved the Mandan's ancestors from a great flood. The first time built to commemorate Lone Man, saving the Mandan was built at Spirit Mound. Now, oh. I did some digging into this Lone Man. He's an episode by himself, so I'm, that's something. I'm really? That. Yeah, that's really weird, and it's really cool. But we're gonna oh. do. A, we're just gonna do an episode on the Lone Man from First Nations. Yep. Interesting. Now, the Yankton Sioux, this is what the Spirit Mounds meet, means to them. For the Yankton Sioux, Spirit Mound is associated with a Canotina, little little tree dwellers or little people. Long ago, uh, two tribes battled to a stalemate. They both sought help from the spirits at the mound. They tried to manipulate the spirits to their own purpose. Their, manip- their manipulations failed, but it brought two types of spirits into this world. The larger spirits moved west to become Sasquatch, Oh. But Canotine stayed in the area, and it still can be seen there today. Oh. So there's an origin story of Sasquatch wow. or Bigfoot I've never heard before. No. Until I did research on this. Interesting. Oh, yeah. Now, to the Lakota Sioux, in their tradition, Spirit Mountain is also associated with Canotila. I'm probably saying them wrong. I'm sorry. Right, I, I right. apologize. I don't know Lakota. My tongue doesn't man, move this way. Yeah. <laughs> in the distant past... Iktomi, the trickster, persuaded the raccoon people to try and change their nature. The Kanotia are descendants of two modified raccoon children. As the Kanotia grew, they walked upright and used their paws like hands. They also became mischievous and played tricks on men. Men were led astray and sometimes died. Later in time, at Spirit Mound, the Kanotia were transformed into spirit helpers of men. Spirit Mound is the origin point of the Waipoye Kanotia the tree, little tree dweller medicine bundle. This medicine bundle is still used today by the Lakota of the Dakotas and Nebraska. See, I found that really interesting for a personal reason. I'm going to tell you a story. When me and my wife first started dating, this was actually our first 4th of July we ever celebrated, and we went out to my parents' farm over by Stockholm. Oh, yeah. And this is still kind of a sore point. It causes an argument with us today. Oh, shit. Kind of. It's all right. She'll say I'm crazy, and I'd say she's wrong. Right, right. But we were out at my parents' farm. It's like out in the middle of nowhere. My nearest neighbor's yeah. a mile away or whatever. And we were, had me and my two boys and her. We were all camping in a tent behind my place, my parents' house, in the dark spot, so we didn't have the bright yard light. Yeah. Like well, a tent, go smoke a cigarette. And she follows me out, smokes a cigarette with me. And we're just standing by the yard light and over by my dad's machine shed about 30 yards away. I say, what is that? I see what I think is two raccoons sitting on their butts. Oh. And just staring at us. I'm like, what are the raccoons doing? And she's like, them aren't raccoons, them are cats. And I'm like, them are fucking raccoons. Have you ever seen a cat sit on its ass with, like, with its arms crossed staring right. at you? So that made, I read that oh. and then I, about the raccoon people. I'm yeah. like, Oh, that makes sense now. <laughs> Wait a minute. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, no shit. Because she'll say, them were cats. I'm like, no, they're goddamn raccoons. Wow. Oh, yeah. No, I don't know, man. There's a pretty big difference between cats and raccoons. Ugh. And they, the, actually, will when they, when they said, like, the creatures at Spirit Mounds are, like, 18 inches tall, they right. kind of look like this. Oh, that's oh fir- no. That's no know what that is? Yeah. That's the first thing that popped in my head. That's I got a whole show in Marty, you guys can't see uh. this. It's a Hops- Hopskinville monster. Yeah. That's what it kind of reminds me of. Oh yeah. It will need that physical that description. Side head. Eighteen inches tall. Yep. Oh my god, yeah, no, that absolutely does make sense. I have to throw this up on uh Oh yeah, we'll Instagram. throw it up on Instagram. 
But yeah, that's what I thought of when I thought of them little demons. Like, soon I'm like, that sounds so familiar. And it turns out, I'm like, oh, there we go. Uh, yeah, man. No, those are creepy little bastards, too, man. You can color that later. We'll, we'll have oh, a coloring contest, Marty. See if you can stay in the lines this time. I doubt it. <laughs> I doubt I see, can. See, but also, that. it took me down the First Nations tribe. I went down the. Right. They have, like, the Deer Woman. They had Deer Woman's creepy, creepy chick. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> the Deer Woman of the First Nation tribes shows characteristics of traits of both a siren and succubi the siren according to theo Pro- to the theo project are monstrous sea nymphs that lure men to their death with their song succubi are defined as mid- by marion webster dictionary are the demons who take female form who have sexual intercourse with men in their sleep i don't see a problem with that well, I mean, it, it's it's the life sucking that that happens as they're doing. Oh, that, I, I didn't get to that. I really didn't get caused... that. That's how sex is while you're sleeping. I'm like, I just can lay there. Sweet. No, but <laughs> their woman lure men with their beauty and magic like sirens and sleep with and kill men like succubi. Countless female spirits worldwide have similar characteristics. Now I'm going to read you this one. This one comes from Colombia. It's called La Tunda. La Tunda. Another nature spirit from Colombia lures people of all walks of life to them with song and then drains them of blood. La Tunda can also shape shift, but she will always have a single leg of million that she is very careful to hide. That sound basically I looked up that means it's a wood leg. Yeah. That sound familiar? Wow. Now all because we aren't we're not racist or I mean not whatever whatever we're not I can't think of the word. Right. Uh, We're not male-orientated. Yeah, sexist. Sexist. There we go. That's a big word. But I'm just saying, why can't them road trolls be another version of that? Because that would be the version, like, where that is, that's rugged mountainous country. That's the nature. What if they've learned to adapt and live off of truck? Because in this day and age, you don't have a lot of families that are picking up hitchhikers. There's been too many stories and too many horror movies that tell you not to do that. Truck drivers, on the other hand, a lot of times will because they I'm going to be honest with you. A lot of truck drivers are packing. And weapons. we appreciate all the truck drivers that oh, listen God, to yeah, this man. podcast. Please Hell yeah. listen. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, what if they've learned to adapt to them? And a lot of times, truck drivers are more willing to pick someone up. Like I said, they're usually packing weapon, and they don't really worry too much, especially. This old oh, yeah. guy who needs, oh, man, he might be a fat. You never know. Mm-hmm. He needs a ride down the road. What if they've adapted to, because you said it's a shapeshifter. Yep. Doesn't mean it has to be, because, like, those ones, the, the Latunda is not specifically female drawing males. It draws people, it yeah. says. So it will take men, women, kids, whatever it thinks he can pull in to feed on. What if they've just adapted to that environment and went oh that's my that's my easiest prey to get is yeah and they don't one of these they don't actually kill them they can use off like there's been like this they could use like the vibe coming off i'm like right if i if i act creepy this guy i can feed off that creepy vibe because oh yeah oh, yeah what what if it's something that that uh, it's like when you walk in the house fear. i get really creeped out because i'm right. like my butt cheeks start clinching i'm right. like oh, i mean usually on. it's because my pants are undone i mean but I know. you barely make it a door your pants come undone <laughs> <laughs> the secrets unbuttoning them in the car. Oh, that's but, it. But, uh, yeah, no, I mean, and, and there are other things traditionally spiritual and fey and that that actually feed off of energy, not just life force, but will feed even, say, like uh, like demonic spirits you, you talk about, they will feed off of that fear. And what if it has also learned to feed off of that energy 
that it's picking up off of people, you know, that helps it until it can find something else to actually kill and eat, maybe. Yeah. And just kind of supplements its diet, if you will. See, why can't they all just be like on Hellboy 2 in the Golden Army? Why can't they just be cool like that? Right, right, right. And living in, like, see, there's also been reports, I I didn't, I heard stories or read stories on the internet, because right. if you go down this road, there is so many branches, like every two foot you're taking oh, a branch yeah, yeah. with the look up fake creatures from modern yep. day. There's been reports, and I just lost it. Oh, like, there's this guy who wrote a book about Florida. And how they caught a little three-inch tall man in a fruit crate that was robbing an apple orchard or something along that line. Oh. He's been on a couple of podcasts, I've heard. Right. And they oh caught him, God. and the police are actually like, we don't know what we're going to do with this little three-inch tall, six-inch tall man. Right. And they take him back out to the orchard, and when they let him go, another one runs out and grabs him and takes him off. Oh, shit. Yeah. Shit. It's it's like the Littles, that old 80s cartoon, man. Yeah. Like the little tiny people living Indian in the Indian in walls. the cupboard. Yeah, dude. Oh, what the hell? Yeah, because a lot of those, like, like uh, uh, even even like your forest nymphs and that, typically are a shorter, under two foot, and lithe creature that's... Easy to hide. Oh, yeah. And Especially a lot of times most they're... Big, dumb ones. Even if you don't want to call it magical hiding, they have an energy about them that allows them to just blend in. Think, think no different than, uh, say, like a butterfly yeah. that's adapted to live on this bark. Mm-hmm. It's a natural camouflage, and there's some owls out there too that like, if you don't, if they don't move like like phase owls or screech oh, owls. Yep, yep, yep. If you do, if you just look over quick and you're not really looking for them or you don't know where you look for it, they go look right by them and look just like the fucking oh. tree bark. Yeah, well, I mean, you, you find even bigger animals, say like mountain lions, if they're in in and even like African lions on the felt the savanna, if they're sitting there in grass and not moving. <laughs> You may feel like something's watching you, but you won't see it. If it doesn't want to be seen, it's just going to sit there. Yeah, because our our bodies are actually made to find contrasting, and we just kind of glaze over everything. Yeah, anything that blends in, we just kind of quickly. Oh, yep. Yep. That's why so many people get bitten by like (laughs) get killed. Yeah, like like gaboon vipers and and some of the ground dwelling poisonous snakes. They're designed to blend in so they can capture stuff. Unfortunately. They also blend in, and we step on them, and they get angry and bite us. You know, they're not actually trying to kill us, but you just stepped on it, yeah. you know, because you don't see it. Unless someone points it out to you, like, oh, there's a there's a deadly, you know, poison stick there. Just stay the hell away <laughs> yeah. from it. Well, you think it's a stick, is not a stick, it'll kill you. Yeah, exactly. But, yeah, I mean, there's countless animals just in nature that will boop blend no. in, walking sticks, any no. of that shit. Wasn't there like this, I remember seeing on a TV program, it's like something like paranormal video, caught on tape, paranormal right, caught right, on tape. Right, right, yeah, yeah. What was, did you ever see that one about the fairy? Yes. Dude, uh, <laughs> I, I didn't actually write any of the stuff down on this because I've looked in this video so much. But yeah, it's uh, the family in England. I, I want to say it was around Staffordshire, but I, I think don't was, remember yeah. exactly. But they were out, his dad and his kids. They're out, like, I think it was in their backyard, even. It butts up against trees. It's actually an apple tree, if I remember. Yeah. yeah. Yep. And and they're piddling around, like, oh, look at all this stuff. And they're like, oh, they see this thing up on the tree, and they think it's, like, some kind of big bug or whatever. And they're like, oh, what is that? And and the thing hops off the tree, and it's just on camera for really just a split second. You know, it's, it's not very long, realistically. And just kind of, like, books at them. And the family just scream, and the dad's just like, run, 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 the dad's run, run. screaming, too. <laughs> yeah, and he's like, just go, just go. But, yeah, they, they they believe it is 
a fairy. I know some people have gone on and been, oh, it's just like a, a big mantis-type flying thing. But when you slow down the video... You can actually... It's, dude, it's, it's amazing. It's, yeah, it, it is a very humanoid shape, man. When it takes out, it looks like two straight-up arms come out. Two legs. Two legs. And, and about it four takes wings, flight. I think. Yeah, and four wings. And this, and it has a, a head. Yeah. Like a, a humanoid-type because head. Because most insects, when they fly, fly horizontal. Yes, like it, Superman style. Yeah, but this was flying vertical. Yeah, so like... Legs pointing down, arms pointing down, like straight at you. Uh, at my first reaction to seeing that video itself, I was like, oh, well, this is bullshit. You know, I was like, I'm going to look at it again, watch it a few times. And there are some places that have slowed it down so you can kind of see that detail better. And the more I started looking at it, I was like, man, this does not look like an insect. I don't think it was faked. Uh, the C- The CG to do it is... It doesn't look CG. It doesn't have any of the regular earmarks I'd see in a CG. Plus, if you listen to the voices of the children yes. and the man, they're scared chillers. They're, it's, it's the octave of their voice is terror. Yeah. There is no faking like, oh. Yeah. It's like If, if they are, it, it's a family of very good actors. They should all and, be working yeah. in Hollywood. Because, I mean, it, it's it's hard. Even, even with professional actors sometimes, it's hard to really pull off that that level of tension and fear in that moment. I've only seen that done in one movie and the actors almost quit after this scene. And if anybody knows anything about sci-fi movies, you know what movie I'm talking about. The chest burster scene yes. in aliens. None of the actors knew what the fuck was yep. going to happen. And two of them almost walked off the stage and said, yeah. fuck you. I'm done with this yeah, movie. But, after yeah, that Lambert, happened. Lambert was one of them. Yeah. The look on her face when she gets splattered with blood is legit. The only people that knew was uh, special Ridley, effects guy, special effects guy, and then uh, the director. Well, the act, the main actor too. He didn't know what was going to. Oh, happen. the one that yeah, the one yeah, was laying uh, on the table. Yeah, I can't, John Hurt. Yeah, whatever. Yeah. Either way, but that, he that, knew they had put something on him, but I don't think he even knew exactly what it was or what it was supposed to do. He thought it was a blood pack of some kind. Mm-hmm. Did not realize that there was going to be this six-inch alien penis-looking thing popping out of his stomach but yeah no the 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 sigourney the, almost the, walked off she's yeah. like fuck yeah. yeah and so did uh, uh cartwright uh, and the lady black, played lambert the, the black guy yep yafit koto yep all of them but almost yeah, seriously just, that movie almost got never got made yeah, after that they scene. were they were traumatized at ridley scott man. Yeah. they're like what the why would you do that he's like i got my right reaction that's what i wanted that's the only take we're gonna do I got what I wanted because yep. it's a genuine look of fear. And those screams were real because they had no idea. He's notorious for that shit. He's done that in a couple other movies, But that's too. good back to the but point, too. But that's a big that, point there. You can't fake that, that moment of, of terror immediately like that. It's very hard to do. It is very hard to do. And, yeah, their, their reaction is genuine. It wasn't like, okay, kids, when I say run – scream because something's coming at us <laughs> you know it's hard to coach kids like that especially like three or four of these and some of them were pretty little yeah a couple of them were really young and that's what really hit me too is i was like the reaction seems legit and then watching the video more and more i'm like holy fuck man that is actually a defined arm that it is not an insecty arm uh but it is like a humanoid style arm and leg yeah it's like definitely if you guys get a chance go watch um paranormal cut on tape i'm yeah. pretty sure that's what it is there's like yeah, I think that's, four seasons yep it's got a little short snippet of videos and some of them are really cool some are like i don't know but yeah, the yeah. fairy one is just like the yeah, coolest no. one out there 
And that, that video clip is available out there. I want to say it was on YouTube, too. But I know I've seen it somewhere else because that's where I went back and looked at it over and over again. Went, oh, what well, the I got a couple of things on there, too. Like, they had one, like, a, we're just, this is a UFO sighting in Shakopee where they had lights oh, in the sky. Yep, I'm yep, like, yep. yeah, that's easy enough. That's the casino. That, right, right. Because they got, like, a that's circle massive, of spotlights yep. that shoot up straight up into the sky. It yep. makes a perfect circle. Yeah, and I've, I've been out there. Yeah, it's a... Uh, if it's cloudy night and you get just yep. right, they look like... A, circle of dots in the yep. sky yeah I've, I've seen that even around here on stuff where there's light reflecting you get some of those mornings where it's not quite winter but there's like air crystal or uh, ice crystals up in the air being in town that light reflects off there and it looks like shit shining down from the sky but it's not it, it's light reflecting off ice crystal in the air and yeah it, it can be very deceptive i've even seen like even in the sky especially in summertime and into fall You'll have certain bits of cloud, just the way the sun is at that time of year, where it looks like it's a glowing thing in the sky, but it's actually just a snippet of cloud yep. that's catching light just right. And and anybody who listens to the show knows that we don't just make excuses for everything in the air, but there are plenty of them I've seen, and, and it's caught my eye. I'm like, oh, what's that? Oh, okay, no, no, that's not what that is. So like with the fey creatures, they're probably masters of just making it look. I actually believe there's little things out there like that. There, oh yeah, there I, is. Why wouldn't? Why couldn't there be? I think. I mean, yeah. there again, there's enough stories out there from pretty much every population in the world of some kind of either. And like I said, a lot of it's nature. Oh, these these water. And when you're six inches tall, there. it's really hard, easy to hide. Right. I mean, I. I've had pets sometimes that I can't find in my own damn house. You know what I mean? To to be out in the woods and not see something that small. Yeah, no, I can totally believe that. I'd walk right by it. Oh, yeah. I mean, like I said, there's plenty of shit in nature that will walk. There were even, I remember, this would be way back, 80s probably when this happened. There were massive forest fires down in parts of the Amazon. And they just leveled, just acres. And all that was left was... Anything standing was basically just a burnt stump tree trunk sitting yeah. there. And it was going to be that way, they figured, for a few years. And within two years, they had found a couple species of butterfly that had evolved over just that two couple generations to change the coloring of their uh, wings to match the burnt wood instead mm-hmm. of the bright color they were. Their grandparents were bright yellow and blue. No, By the brown. time the grandkid, the second generation, hops around, it's all a gray and dark, so that they can blend in and not be eaten. Yep. I mean, it's. I mean that, that's a that's a butterfly. I mean that's not even anything crazy, you know, <laughs> like like a fae and telling me that it couldn't blend in somewhere. Yeah, come on. I mean, <laughs> like I, giant trolls, I, I would say would be harder to hide just on the surface of being eight, nine foot tall. But we have other things that, you know, you and I both believe are out there that are eight, nine foot tall that are hiding all the time. Yep. You know, I mean, like I said, if even if you take out the idea that it's magical of some kind, but just a, a natural uh, uh, hiding instinct, they've, they've got that uh, camouflage down. Maybe they think they turn into rock because that is how they hide. They are usually a darker modeled brown, Boop. Yep, got Lay him. over on this rock. Blend right in as long as I don't move. Those hikers will walk by, and then I'm going to go find a deer. You know, yeah, I mean, you don't pretty know. Pretty much. <laughs> it seems 
more likely that they could be there than less likely to me. Just simply, I just wonder like these massive forest fires we're having right now. I wonder what's being driven out of them woods right now. <laughs> I mean, there there have been some videos caught of firefighters in the past that were out there working on fire that saw weird shit come running out, and they're like, oh, what the hell was that? And it would be a larger seven, eight-foot creature barreling out from where this fire is over into another wooded area. And it's like, what did you just catch there? And they don't notice it at the time, but yep. it's later when they go back and look at their footage of what they were doing. They're like, wait a minute. Uh, was that a man running out of that fire? What is going forest? on here? Well, it's burning down. Right. Yeah, no, you you do kind of wonder. It's like... I but mean, I, we all send out both good prayers and vibes to all the firemen oh, and yeah. firewomen that are doing the hell of a damn job trying right. to contain all this shit. Because I know, like, in Canada, they got, like, 330-some oh, yeah. fires right yeah. now. And we got some of that last week down here. That the was smoke. fun. <laughs> it was like, Jesus. Yeah, no. A, a, te- a, a quick recap of, of last week in, <laughs> in Watertown. Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, 100-plus, hot, humid as shit. Cools off down, like, 20, 30 degrees. Then it's L.A., downtown L.A. Yeah, unfortunately, it also, that wind shift brought in all the smoke from the Canadian wildfires, which then covered the town in, in essence, smog. And that's how we spent all day Thursday. Yep. And then Friday morning, it rained all morning. <laughs> that like, made it worse. <laughs> uh, well, it was nice when it was raining because that, that smoke smell kind of got killed off a bit. And then after the rain went away, then it just got hot again. And the smoke came rolling back, and it's like, man, and and it's like, we bitch about it because it's like, man, this is bullshit. But yeah, it made me think, like, man, what if what if you're like five miles down from that fire? How shitty it is. I mean, oh, we're yeah. we're many miles. And down also, from with it. even that smoke from Canada, I, right? I, I drove my truck home, and I had my hand out the window. You could feel like the oil. Oh, it was oily oh, yeah. from that pine resin. Yep. Oh yeah, dude, a- my eyes burnt because. My workplace, they popped all the doors, every load door, to get the hot air back out. Unfortunately, along with it came all that smoke. Yeah. So we were working basically next to a bonfire all day. But yeah, dude, my eyes burnt and were sticky the rest of that I kind of had a flashback when that smoke was uh, in the area because anybody who lives in Watertown knows this name of this bar. I'm like, it reminded me when I was a bouncer at the Harbor uh, Bar when we could still smoke in bars. Yep. Because there'd be times where you like, it's like a fog. Is there, what the fuck is that guy doing over there? And he can't right. look through the fog of the smoke. <laughs> oh, oh yeah, dude. Yeah, in, in, at its heyday. Oh, yeah, it's heyday. That day. place was just, everyone went there, but the place was a shit show, man. It oh, was yeah. There was all manner of illegal shit that would be going on. And there's just too many people and too much shit going on to even see. You know, you couldn't really police it. I worked there for like a year and a half oh, yeah. as a bouncer. Yeah. It, and it was not fun. I, oh, yelled, I remember one time I yelled at the DJ because... Every time we played this one fucking song, right. fights broke out like 30 fucking seconds later. Uh, and there's plenty of times at 3 in the morning I grabbed by the neck and I'm like, don't play that fucking song again yeah, or please, your ass is going to get out of the DJ stop. booth and help clean up the mess. Oh, yeah. And it, it would. People there, you had all kinds of people went in that place. Some of them just went in there looking for shit because they knew they could get into shit in that yeah. place. But yeah, it's... And it, ironically, it ended up burning down. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the building. But yeah, it's... uh. Jesus, yeah, that smoke. Like, like I said, it's like we were bitching, but at the same time I was like, man, the people who are living right around this, they've been dealing with us now for weeks, man. And oh, it's yeah. fucking 100 times worse than what we've got. That's just goddamn awful. So I, like to, I wish there was like every fireman had like GoPro on them. But oh, yeah, that'd yeah. That'd be awesome to see some of the footage from it because, yeah, it'd just be awesome to see what they catch and they don't oh, even know yeah, what they caught. I mean, it's, 
I mean, no different than, than Australia last year, how many just wildlife animals were come rolling out of these mm-hmm. wildfires trying just to get the hell away from it. Yeah. You know, koalas, you know, kangaroos, everything, just getting the hell out. Let alone something that has more intelligence than, say, a koala a lot or more a kangaroo. intelligence. And it's like, oh, shit, where am I going to go? All right, so we both believe that fake creatures are possible, yes. which they need to be, because if they weren't real, what the, we would lose the magic in the world. Like, right, man. Hey. That's just like a little wonder, like my, like the neighbor kids here, they have, there's a black wall in the tree, oh, and the squirrels yeah. eat the black wall, you yep. know, it's, it's like, what's all these half-shells? I said, these are fairy hats. You clean them up, and the fairy, you put them out, and the fairies will yep. wear them as hats. And they're like, well, these are you very young kids. And I'm like, oh, oh yeah. really? And I'm like, yes, they decorate them. And then I'm like, just put them on your place stuff. And if they're gone in the morning, you know the fairies liked them. Right. So, needless to say, lo and behold, they were gone in the morning. Weird. Yeah. Now, it, it, that's one of the things, even just as a modern take on the modern world, we've pushed a lot of kids anymore, younger and younger, into learning, 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 grow up, grow up, grow up. Fuck and then we, then we They need bitch. to get imagination and well, just yeah. be kids. But there we bitch sakes. as a generation going, ah, they're growing up too fast. Well, it's because you guys are pushing them to grow up fast. So that by, by five years old, they understand the, the reality of Santa and Easter Bunny, and that's bullshit. Man. And it's like, you, like, I remember with your daughter, yeah, and she's like, this is such a cacophony. And you asked her, do you even know what that word means? And she told you exactly oh, what yeah, that. I didn't even know what the word meant until she told me. Right, like, right, what? right, right. <laughs> But yeah, I know. I mean, they they need that time of wonder. Wonder, yeah. That 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 idea of adventure of what could be out there. What could be around the corner? Instead of being four years old and told, "Well, no, that's all bullshit." We need you to work on uh, this reading and this science. And don't get me wrong, science is important. But there's a time for that, man. Let kids be kids, man. Let them believe in fairies. You know, I I would hate to see a full generation that has had that forced out of them. I mean, I think I think eventually it's human nature. It would rise back up through through individual people, but it would take time, man. If we stomp that kind of creativity out, oh yeah, it would take time for that to be even moderately acceptable. You know, it, it would be like Fahrenheit four fifty one stuff. You know, where <laughs> Quit it's just like, with the hand, you're not Italian, right? Well. Maybe. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I mean, it's... Your family sure got around a lot. <laughs> they did. They're horrible people. But, yeah, they, uh, you know, you, you would. You'd run into, like, that Fahrenheit 451 where you, you're trading these stories in secret because you could be, you know, stamped down because you dare tell a tale of a, a troll and, and a billy goat's gruff, you know. I don't want to see that kind of thing, man. I want to see kids enjoying kids. these stuff, man. Go out, just do dumb shit. You know, sitting out camping or whatever, be like, oh, man, what if there's there's little people with mushroom hats living in that fucking tree? There probably is. You just go, well, man, maybe there are. Mm-hmm. You know, instead of being like, well, that's stupid. Go get me another beer. You know, it just, no, man, let them be kids. And I think some of that we lose. We have lost some of that. We've lost quite a bit. I mean, like I said, I've even seen in my kids, and not all of it's bad. A lot of it has gone when they were younger. Like, when I was that age, six, seven, man, I was all about action figures. Fuck, I'm still into action figures and toys and stuff. And, I mean, I love video games and everything, but with my kids, they had no interest in that. Everything was, like, Pokemon cards, Yu-Gi-Oh cards, and just video games. That's all it was. Now, I love those things. Don't be wrong. But it was like, man, you don't know the joy of, like, Having Spider-Man bash the shit out of Doc Ock over here, you could be doing any story you want. And they're like, eh, no, I don't need that. <laughs> I, I'm going to I'm gonna put this uh, Pikachu down. I'm like, oh, man. 
why, man? I mean, not again, not that I don't like Pokemon because I've played my share of Pokemon, but there, there is just some of that. And that yeah, that, that's a Pokemon there. But yeah, no, man, there, there's, there's some of that where it's like we, we don't have that kind of stuff that imagination growing stuff like we did even you know 30 years ago when i was a little kid oh yeah. you know some of that just isn't there and i don't know you can't really put a blame on anybody for it it just is yeah basically you gotta, you, gotta, not, you gotta let kids be kids kids need to get dirty they need to go out and play in the dirt right and then, like i want to go outside no you want to come outside stay outside go play in the front yard or in the backyard right go find something to do Man, I've got I'll just whole... say it with an eyesight or yeah, earshot. Yeah, yeah, I'll just yeah. say it with an earshot of me. I can. Well, I can hear you yelling. We're good. I mean, I've got my whole adult life to not want to go outside and be in the dirt, man. As a kid, I was out there quite a bit, but as an adult, I don't want to be out there because I'm an adult and I don't have to be out there. But man, as a kid, being out there playing Star Trek, Star Wars, you know, all kinds of bullshit with my friends. It, it's a lot of that. I mean, they do still go out and play stuff. I, I will say that, but there are a lot more kids anymore that are. Well, we gotta stay inside here. Oh, let's go over here. Let's go over here. And yeah. they're not allowed to just be out there, being like, "Oh, get out there and fuck around." I don't want to <laughs> be out there. I don't care. You're going out there for an hour, you know. Yep. But yeah, no. I mean, it's it is what it is. I mean, it's it's a state of what it is, and a lot of that stuff they have because you know other outlets that they have that the, creativity. The more, yeah. The more we I put kids outside, it. maybe they'll run across fairy folk and actually prove right. that they're real. Right. I mean, I, I'm not going to rip on digital culture because I, too, am also online and that. But it's harder to go out and come across something if you're never going out to mm-hmm. come across something. you know. And that kind of goes back to with our phones and that. Your eye takes a lot better picture than your phone, but you, you have the memory, but no one else can see the memory. Right. As so far, anyways. Yeah. <laughs> until we get that so I know I've taken, I've looked at something, I'm like, oh, I want to take a picture of that. And the picture yeah. is ten times worse. It's still there. Oh, yeah. It's but there, it it's but... doesn't, it's not the same as seeing it with your yeah. eyes. That explains why a lot of people don't have cameras to take a picture of something. Right. Right. No, I can't disagree with that, man, at all. But, yeah, I mean, it, it is what it is. Yeah. You know, I mean, there's as long as there's still some people running out there and coming across stuff. And I'm if you have any of those stories, it, please send them our way. Oh yeah, we will gladly listen stories and that. And any story, man. If you, you want, want to talk if about... you don't want to come in here and talk to me and Marty because we're a couple of buttheads or whatever, <laughs> right, right. but um, yeah, if you want to email us some stories, that'd be awesome. Yep, we'll yeah. take oh, anything. Yeah. Like and yeah, no, it whatever the subject is, I yep. don't really care. Man, ghosts, you know, UFOs, Sasquatches, weird creatures you found in a lake. I don't care, man. Whatever it might be, I'd, I'd love to hear it. And, but we don't want any stories of Marty and the weird things he finds in his bedroom. So, hmm. Yeah. It's probably more disappointing than that, where it's like, oh, man, a whole shelf full of fucking Transformers. Wow, you're oh, right. This yay. is weird. What is that? Paints? Yeah, you got paints. Yeah, it's far <laughs> less exciting than what you might think. Unless you're a super nerd, then you'd be like, I want to see that. <laughs> All right. Well, I think that's about it, what you say, Marty. <laughs> I, I do, man. I'm, I'm probably ferried out right now for the day. All right. Well, you folks have a good night. Talk to you later. Bye. Bye.